We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This week, the guys, well, most of the guys, and a very special guest talk about movies, kids' food, and music rivalries. Also, turtle or skull? All that and more with me this week on Just Press Play. How many loose seasons does Tom Brady have to have before you can fire him? It's not an unnecessary roughness. It was a completely necessary roughness. <laughs> This is another week and a, and a little bit of a different week. So we we um, we lost probably some of our intelligence because our our elder well, pops is not with us. <laughs> well, that, that maybe I don't. Maybe that's we a make question. up for we'll it. We'll see over. I don't know. <laughs> we'll see over the next hour. We definitely got better looking. So what we're doing the today <laughs> is pops is out. He won't be here for this episode, but Hannah's in. The voice you hear at the beginning of the episode, she's in for this week, and Hell yeah. Hannah, what's up? I mean, now we're into wedding planning, but I'm excited to be on the show. <laughs> yeah, let's yeah. go. So, this week, we have, I don't know who all went in on and voted on the poll at our JustPressPlayPod.com or JPPPod.com, but we, we, we talked about the death of the voicemail, and LJ criticized me for... The fact that I was romanticizing the voicemail because he just doesn't care about him because he's has no heart apparently. <laughs> I don't <they> know. Suck. <laughs> but I wanted to. So so we had some votes. The voting turnout wasn't crazy spectacular, but more <laughs> more people. Sixty two percent said that they do leave voicemails, and thirty eight percent ish said they don't. But what I wanted to look at was. Someone left us a comment, and you didn't put your name on it, but someone left us a comment on here and said, because it's the 21st century and there are better ways to relay messages, I don't write letters either because I don't have any pen pals from third grade or prison buddies. So that person is a no-go on the voicemail. Whoever that was, I appreciate your comment. That was that was pretty good. That person shares a brain with me. Yeah, well, luckily, Hannah is with me on the right side of voicemails and we do we do enjoy <laughs> leaving and receiving voicemails. They're fun. Fair enough, fair enough. The the numbers show that you guys win, but I'm not happy and, about it. And we'll have a, we'll have another another poll question for this week. We'll get into a little bit, but basically it, it's about food, so 
Labot, stay, stay, stay in, stay in with us. <laughs> you're, you're gonna enjoy, enjoy our poll question. But <laughs> I wanted to get to real quick before we get to the best and worst, LJ. I, there's a picture, and we'll put it in the show notes. But a picture kind of was uh, making the rounds on Twitter this weekend from the Sports Illustrated vault of it was LeBron James at the 2002 McDonald's All American ah, game. Yeah, and. Yeah. The picture kind of sparked intrigue on Twitter for a few reasons. One was it showed it showed a bunch of different it had different players from that All American game, and people were saying, "Can you even name anybody in this picture?" There was LeBron was the guy he was dunking the ball, and then there was Chris Paul in the background, and then the other people you may could name if you're a hardcore NBA fan. If not, I will not be able what. to. I named Kendrick Perkins is in it. And I could okay. tell that was I'm, him. The I others, could I couldn't recognize. tell. Okay. I couldn't tell anyone else in there. And Bill Simmons even was like, I don't, I know two of the, three of the guys in this picture. I don't know. I can't tell you who the other ones are. Yeah. So there was that. And then it also uh, led to people talking about just LeBron and the fact that he's still going in year 15. Like Ryan Rosillo said off that, stemming off that picture that, from just a fun fact, in the end of 2003 draft class, when LeBron was picked first overall, there were 29 yeah. first round picks. 25 of those are no longer in the league. Wow. And LeBron is still the best player in the NBA. Yeah. Going even further, the last time LeBron wasn't in the NBA finals, this if, if he makes it, if he wins his game seven on a Sunday night, then... He will be he'll be in the finals for I think it's an eighth straight year, eighth or ninth. I don't know. He's been in the finals every year. But the last time LeBron was not in an NBA finals, 78% of all of the NBA players, the current players in the league, had not even made their NBA debut. Wow. So this guy's been wow. in, the, in the finals longer than most Holy of these guys have been God. in the league. So that just tells you how long Jeez. he's been been at a pretty high level. But that's not what we found interesting, LJ. What, <laughs> what, what was interesting to us is, and I wish he was here. We'll talk about this on Tuesday. But yeah, the sure. shoes LeBron was wearing were some red and white Reeboks. And they yep. were, I didn't realize this, at, obviously, at the time. I guess I didn't pay attention. But they were these same shoes that Pops used to lace up when yep. he would go to the to the local yep. gym and play with his buddies. Every and time. That had to be when I, I, I don't know, I, I think I was around 10-ish. So that had to be. Right at 2002, 2003. So I think, Le- yeah. I think LeBron and Dad were hooping in the same pair of shoes. Like I want to say, if you've ever wondered how you got to be a bit of a sneakerhead, it's genetic. <laughs> I guarantee and, you. Well, and I've heard, I've heard Mom talk about. It. She goes, "Oh my God, your dad wastes. I, that that doesn't waste money. He he, he keeps a he keeps an idea uh, an idea of his funds and where he's allocating his different different funds towards and shoes were one thing that he will spend some money on yeah. and yeah. it just it just proved that it just put that point home when i realized that my my man was wearing the same shoes that king james was wearing back in 2003 yeah. <laughs> don't don't you dare and, put the ac up to 73 but <laughs> I'm about to buy but, some, if, but if there's some <laughs> badass badass jordans out there let me let yeah. me go cop them things for sure so, yeah so I didn't realize that Pops is a little bit of a sneakerhead. I just I, I yep. found that freaking awesome. Yep. And that's the first yep. thing I realized was those look like the same shoes that Dad used to <laughs> never wear anywhere but the gym. So. Yep. Yep. But, well, I have a question. If I if yeah. I want to hear uh, more about how Game Seven goes, is there a place that I can do that? Well, actually, 
interestingly <laughs> that you would ask. So we're not going to get too much into the NBA talk. We actually got blessed. Luckily, one of my we'll get into the best and worst of the week, but one of my best is that I was 100% wrong. And the Rockets and Warriors are going to they're in game six about to play tonight. Uh, Chris Paul's not playing, so they'll probably end up going to game seven. But that means we will get game seven in both the Eastern and Western Conference finals. Winners will determine who goes to the finals, obviously. So me and Pops will be recapping all of the conference finals and then hitting a little uh, deep dive into what we think is going to happen in the finals. And that'll come out Thursday morning. Also happens to be the day that the finals starts later that night. So we will get you everything you need to know about the finals on Thursday. But as you know, as you're listening to this, we have... Spoiler alert, Pops is going to talk about spacing. Yeah, he'll he'll probably talk about spacing. (laughs) Maybe whether or not the GOAT is still playing (laughs) or if he played back in the 90s. We don't know. And and I heard that somebody that's going to be on the show might have called Kevin Durant over Greg Oden. Uh, I don't, I don't know. know, but it might <laughs> we'll have come see. up. <laughs> but that's all coming Thursday. But you're about to get today. We have a fun episode stacked with you. We're going to get into me, LJ, and Hannah are going to get into some some cartoons, some Disney movies, hip hop, hip hop beat. We're about to get into everything. So this we got a fun one <laughs> set up. But yeah. let's go ahead and get a start out how we always do, L. Best and worst of the week. So, actually, no, LJ, take a seat. I want to hear Hannah's best of the week. <laughs> That's good. Um, so, my best of the week, I got new, I went to the eye doctor on Monday, and, um, because my prescription was hella old, like, three years old. I probably ought to go, and, I'm, um, I'm in the same boat, I probably ought to go to the eye doctor soon. I'm sorry, go yeah, ahead, go ahead. I know you're fine. <laughs> I went, though, and the eye doctor was like, yeah, you need new glasses. And he said, "Yes, I know, but I, that's why I'm here." But um, thank you for pointing out the so obvious. I got new, <laughs> yeah, right. Thank you. <laughs> so I went, but I they said it'll you'll get your new glasses in like ten to fourteen days. I was like, okay, that's fine. That was Monday. They called yesterday and said that my glasses will be in. They're in now, and I can pick them up tomorrow. So today I went to pick them up, and I can now see. So that's yeah. nice. So your your vision, <laughs> the fact that you can actually see now that that is the best. Yeah. It well, helps, yeah. And I will say, I remember the first day I got glasses where I was counting the little diamonds in a basketball yes. net. And I was counting the leaves on trees. I know exactly how you feel right now. It is, I totally it's wild. It. It's, that is you, know, you know, the best comparison I have to the first day you put glasses on, it's like when they came out with HD and dad got the first HD yes. television yes. and you're like, this is what yes. other people see? I know. Yeah. This is what it's supposed to look like? Yes. That's what I was... Yeah. And so I was actually... I was watching some uh, NHL highlights recently from, like, way back in the day, and it is... I cannot believe that people watch that game before HD. How? There's no you way you can see, the see anything going on. You can't see the puck. No. Like, I don't understand. I don't oh watch much God. hockey as is now. I will say... I'm not. We're not going to get into it too much today, but the Stanley Cups starts today, like, or I think it starts this weekend. And there's not much better in sports than the championship in hockey. It's really fun. But I'm with you, yeah, LJ. It is super fun. How the hell do they watch that in standard def? You can't yeah. see the puck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, L. What do you got for your best of the week this week? Well, I got two things. First okay. off, I am recording uh, a podcast, which is my favorite job that I have. Right. Um, sitting right next to the most beautiful woman in the world. And uh, her super great glasses are really cute. So, um, so that's, Shout that's out number to one Hannah. of my best of the week. 
<laughs> um, and then uh, I miss you, Dad. I but yeah, but, we miss you, sorry, Pops. But, but we got some. We, we, yeah, we got some pretty good company without you. <laughs> um, and then number two, I was just uh, I don't spend any time on Twitter, but like I got a notification that uh, uh, a Chesney and a Will were road tripping and were rocking the JPP podcast, and uh, and that made me super happy. And then also, I don't know who you are, Burr. But you are awesome. You laugh all the time, uh, and I appreciate you sticking up for us when everybody's talking good about us. Let's. That's a. Yep. I just. <laughs> I enjoyed Twitter for the last week. Shout so. out! Shout out to Burr, David, my boy Will, and and Chesney, man. I, I that was that made yep. my heart a little happy to see some people, some just yeah, press players too. out me there. Me too. Me too. So. My best is going to transition a little bit. I know. I think uh, Hannah may like this. This my best is Hannah's beloved 49ers coach Kyle Shanahan, who has turned this sucker around in San Francisco. Yeah, true that. True that. Earlier this week, Chris Sims. LJ, do you remember Chris Sims, former Longhorn, played in the NFL, backup yeah. quarterback for a while. Yeah, I think started a little bit. But Chris Sims, who's most. He's really the most well-known because he ruptured his spleen in a game and played through it, which is... Yes. Wow. But uh, I would never. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so, on, he's a former he's a former quarterback, played with and under Mike, or Kyle Shanahan and Mike Shanahan's staff. So, he's... And, and him and Shanahan are good friends. They actually, fun fact, have matching tattoos on their calves. What? I just thought that was interesting. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're best friends. That's and awesome. one night, they got matching tattoos. But... The other day on a podcast, he pointed out that uh, Kyle Shanahan's son is named after none other than Dwayne Michael Carter, also known as Lil Wayne. Apparently, Kyle oh, Shanahan no. was huge, huge Lil Wayne fan, and that's all he would play. He was he was one of those people. He said oh, at parties would always play. He had to have the mic. He had to have the aux cord, like we talked about last week, and it was yeah, always yeah. Lil Wayne. And I don't know anyone who doesn't know a bunch of Lil Wayne. His best album to me is probably the Carter Three, but right followed by the Carter Two, the Carter. He's known for the Carters, and and so Kyle Shanahan's son is named Carter after Dwayne Carter, yeah. Little Wayne. So I thought that was just cool Very to me, cool. and I was like, Kyle Shanahan already is killing it as a really good coach, and Jimmy GQ is his quarterback, but. And now his son's name after Little Wayne. Hey, so I'm and, I'm with Hannah. And picking up picking up O Lyman to pick up Jimmy GMQ. Yeah, I'm I'm worried about the 49ers. And now I'm even more so thinking about the the fireman that's on the sideline. Yeah, fireman on the sideline, <laughs> man. If I wasn't I'm, I mean, I'm a cowboys thick and thin, but if I was a new a new <laughs> NFL fan looking for I don't think there's many new NFL fans. There's there's a lot they're doing to their product. But <laughs> if if I was a if I was a person looking for a new team, man, the 49ers are in a good spot hannah i think i think you got some bright mm-hmm. road ahead of you yeah. i mean your quarterback yeah, he's, been through some, he's never lost <laughs> true, true. that's true when i would say hannah has followed the 49ers from uh from the moment that they lost the super bowl mm-hmm. until now and so it has been a rough go yeah ever, <laughs> it looked pretty hopeless for a while ever since i've known <laughs> hannah as a as a 49er fan it hasn't been the good 49er times it's been the, it's been the tough <laughs> no. ones so <laughs> all right hannah do you no, have they're a due. they're due do you have a besides what your worst doesn't have to be the 49ers before kyle shanahan got there but do you have a do you have uh-huh. a worst of the week <laughs> um i do i mean it's also one of the best things that's happening right now but um wedding planning's hard and wedding stress <laughs> sucks yeah. 
And so that's like the worst because right now we're at a place now where I don't have a ton going on, which I did it on purpose because our wedding's in like 30 days, um, less than that, I think. But so I don't have a ton going on. So now the only thing I really need to focus on is wedding stuff, but it is all like piled on. It's not behind per se, but it's just a lot. Just just a lot, (laughs) a lot of stuff on the plate right now. For sure. Yeah, but it's exciting. So I hate to say, oh, wedding's the worst. That's my worst of the week. Because it's not, but it is. But the stress well, surrounded by you're, it. You're yeah. accounting for all kinds. I mean, there's just so much stuff that you're accounting for. I get you. I get you. That's I, I don't like. I like planning to an extent, but you're planning for more than just you. You're planning for a ton of people. Yeah. yeah and you're accountable for a yeah. lot of other people Maybe. that you can't really control. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah well, Absolutely. maybe we don't know. That's another thing we don't know. Well, how many people have we got uh, RSVP? RSVP'd forty-seven out of out 200, of 200. Invitations. So, so, okay. so you there's a, there's, a, there's a big there's a big swing there of who may or may not be yeah. big unknown there. We might have two hundred people show up. We might have forty. We might so. have forty. <laughs> there's a little yeah. gap. In, there's uh, a discrepancy in the numbers there. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. LJ, but, LJ, what know, do you? I'm so. sure. I'm sure Hannah's carrying the bulk of the uh, the the wedding planning. <laughs> I'm sure you're doing some, but yeah, I've done some work. I'm, I'm working he's hard, working. but yeah. But no, she's definitely carrying the bulk of the stress too. I the, we we've definitely had a lot of conversations where it's like, it's fine. We'll take care of it the day of, and she's like, <laughs> we cannot take care of it the day of. <laughs> Yeah, it gets a little heated. What 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 is what is your worst of the week, yo? All right, well, my worst is completely unrelated. Uh, so uh, I I don't think I'd shock anybody in this room, and I don't think I'd shock anybody at all that I was pretty into esports, especially StarCraft back in the day. Yeah. Um, it was a big game for me, and uh, essentially the Al Michaels of that sport uh, passed away from cancer this past week. I saw that, and it's very difficult. Uh, Total biscuit. Uh, yeah, uh, it bothered me. Um, it, I'm, you know, it's not like that big of a deal to me emotionally, but it is like, you know, the world lost something special. So I feel bad about that. And I feel bad for his wife who he's had cancer for probably six years now. Yeah. And so, you know, this has been a, this has been a ticking time bomb and I feel terrible for her. Um, so that's my, yeah, worst of the week. and I'm glad I'm, I'm actually glad you pulled that out because I, I saw that news and I didn't it didn't like hit home with me because I didn't really keep up with esports, yeah. but it is something when you don't realize how connected you become to some of these these guys like Marv Albert and 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 yeah. Al Michaels guys who call games for years. I mean they're they're part of your memory of like football is one of my I love watching football. I've been watching it my whole life and ever since yeah. I can remember Al Michaels has been calling it. So anyone with esports ever since they can remember. Total Biscuits been calling it, and they become they they become stitched into your memory and life. Yeah, and it's a big. I mean, it's death sucks as it is. I mean, I yeah. think, but I think I'll try to find a highlight reel to put on our website because, like his his call, he was the most exciting commentator in all of esports, in my opinion. So you know, well, uh, his, his memory, I hope it lasts for a long time. I, and I and, um, and, the and I'm he's sure done, he's done a lot of good. So I'm sure he's happy to see where e- esports is below. I mean, it just keeps getting bigger and bigger. Yeah. So. And, and he was there from the start. It so, yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, my what's your worst? My worst is gonna is gonna stay in sports. We're gonna go, and it's, this is just quick. Just injuries, man. In in the in the yeah. NFL or in the NBA playoffs, we've had Kevin Love just got, he got a concussion in Game Six of the Cavaliers Celtics game, Ugh. and 
it was it wasn't sure what it is, but now he's entered into concussion protocol. It was actually interesting. I was wondering what they would do because clearly it looked like concussion. He hit his head and he missed the rest of the game. So I think it was pretty. It was obvious that it was a concussion, and you were interested to yeah. see what does the NBA do because they didn't announce it was a concussion in the game, and obviously the Cavaliers wanted to play seven. So would they ignore that it was a concussion and try to just say, oh, no, it's all good and let them play when we've clearly learned that that's a dangerous thing to do or would they treat it the way it should be? And they, I'll give NBA yeah. the credit. They are, he's not going to play because he's in concussion protocol and he has to clear that. And you can't clear that in three days. You just can't. And I'm surprised to say once again, uh, uh one point for NBA, yeah. zero points for NFL. And, um, so, so LeBron, surprising I w- to hear that means that. now LeBron is going into game seven against the Celtics with his second best player being 37 year old Kyle Korver. If you would have told me <laughs> that a year ago, I would have said you're an idiot. So good luck. I, honestly, if you would have told me Kyle Korver was playing a year ago, I probably would have called <laughs> exactly. you. Exactly. <laughs> so, good, good luck to, to the Cavs, but and then in the East or in the Western conference, Chris Paul and the Rockets have been awesome. They've for they they've actually got the Warriors on the brink of elimination. They're up three two heading into Game Six tonight. And Chris yeah. Paul at the very end of the game, after playing amazingly, like he has played his butt off, and he's had the mantra for a while now of the guy who can't get done the big game when really it wasn't his fault. It was just guys got injured or they played a better team, and now they're finally playing big, and he's coming up huge in big moments. And right there at the end. He went up for a layup in game five, and you could tell as soon as he got done, he, he reached back for his hamstring. And the guy didn't even get back on defense with 50 seconds left. So you know a competitor like yeah. Chris Paul, if he's not getting back and then checks himself out of a game with 40 seconds left, that it's probably pretty yeah. bad. And he's not playing tonight in game six, and he says he's going to be good for game seven, but a pulled hamstring doesn't heal in three days. I don't know. Yeah, it's just rough. injuries rough. suck. Yeah. I don't know, man. We'll, we'll yeah. see what happens, but that's that's just my worst is injuries. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. That's the the one thing that makes sports awful is I want to see the best players at their best playing every single game, and I hate to see an injury. I don't care if they're. I don't care if you're a Raider. Yeah, that's fine. And that's where you and Dad um, are on the same boat. Is uh, he's mentioned this before, and I think I agree with y'all. Is even if it's a team I'm rooting for, and it's the guy we're going against, I'd rather beat you. With I don't if I'm the Warriors I want to beat you with Chris Paul I don't want to beat you, yeah like yeah. left handed yeah. I want to beat you Absolutely. the best you are and that, it just Absolutely. as a viewing fan the NBA is actually after it took a lot of a lot of blowouts in these playoffs but we finally get what we want and we went in this weekend with the best team the Warriors on the brink of elimination yeah. and the best player LeBron on the brink of elimination and now we got yeah. injuries that are going to determine maybe who wins that just sucks but yeah it does. Let's move on. Let's go to something much more fun and easier. So this week, and I think you may have, you you guys may have seen it. There's a guy on Twitter pointing out little known facts about different movies, yeah. and specifically one that there was a couple of different ones that caught my eye. And there was, I'll put the link out there so people can follow it. But there was one about the Star Wars scroll, how they do before the movies, and how back in the day that took a lot of time to get that created. Yeah, and then different things about Jurassic Park. And then there was one about Lion King, which really caught my eye because that's like my favorite childhood movie, I think, of all time. So Zazu, the, the the parrot, is on Mufasa's shoulder, 
And he, they're talking about Scar, who, as you may remember, was the evil brother, evil cousin. Uncle, he's, yes. He's, he's, he's Mufasa's, Mufasa's brother. brother. Yeah. Yeah. Evil yeah. uncle. Yeah, Mufasa's brother. Zazu says, Scar would make a handsome rug. And then, that was in 1994. In 1997, Hercules, also, I think it's my second favorite cartoon <laughs> of all time. You can see Hercules throws off. He has, like, he has like something on him, and he throws this thing, a pelt down. Like it's going to be a rug and it's clearly 100% even scar. has the scar. And it was yeah. just like, yeah. Whoa, my mind yeah. was just absolutely blown. And it just, this guy said he figured out about this by listening to a ton of interviews and watching Disney shows way too much and getting lost on the dark, dark ages of the interweb. And I just, I know I have another LJ. You liked uh, Simba or you liked Lion King and Hercules, but I know Hannah's with me on some, Disney cartoon lover stuff. So, oh yes, I. What What do you think? My um. So those finding like Easter eggs and things like that in in movies is like something that I do as a pastime, and I actually it was really easy for me to go through a list, and I have way too many to talk about here. But <laughs> so there's a couple of my favorites are um in Disney specifically Hercules and Ariel are related. Let me just start from the beginning. Yeah, let's. No, so, I want to know this in very great detail. Yeah. I don't know so, what the yeah, hell I'm, you're I'm, talking I'm very about. Intrigued, so. so, so Poseidon in in mytho- in the mythology. So Poseidon and Zeus are brothers, correct? Yeah. Um. Okay. So Poseidon is the father of Triton, which is Ariel's father, and Zeus is Hercules's father. So right. So that means that Triton, King Triton, and Hercules are cousins. And which actually in the article that I read, they said that Hercules was Ariel's uncle, which is false. They're actually um, Ariel and Hercules are like first cousin or second cousins once removed or something like that. But they are related. Um, so it's almost like a, a George Michael Blue thing. <laughs> kind of thing. Kind of, yeah. little... It's legal exactly. in the sea, baby. Wow. <laughs> so, so, so there's that, which is really cool. Um, and Disney and Pixar do this great thing of just, they're really proud of everything they create and they put, they put their, um, images from previous films in and TV shows in things that they're currently Mm -hmm. working on. So jumping back to little mermaid in the first scene where King Triton, like gets everyone to gather for the big singing thing at the beginning, Ariel's debut. Um, you can see like, Kermit the Frog, Mickey Mouse, Donald Duck, Goofy. Really? Yeah, you can see all of them in the little cr- the crowd of mermaids. You can see them in there. Um, <laughs> I have I have heard that Disney is is known for, and I've seen a few images, but like they're known for just subliminally kind of throwing people in because it's animated stuff and they can do that. But yes, I didn't know that at all about Little Mermaid. Oh yeah, there's that, and then in Frozen, um, they're uh, in their in their big party. Um, Someone that we will probably recognize um, comes into the like Anna meets them at the gate and it is uh, Rapunzel and Flynn uh, Ryder from Tangled. Yeah. Oh, I did know about that. Yeah, because they live in the same universe. And so they're having this big meeting of all Mm -hmm. of the the leaders. And yeah, yeah, Yeah. they're in the same uh, the same like world. And so um, she and it's after Tangled has happened. So her hair's all short and cut off and brown and she's there in the Frozen movies. So. Um, and, but okay, but there is something that's really cool that, um, Pixar does is they put these little 
So I don't know if you've ever seen or noticed um, A113 is a number that pops up in Disney Pixar a lot. Okay. Okay. Like they put it on license plates. They stick it on like doors. They um they put that number in there. And you'll. Okay. So it's very specifically on, um I believe it's in Toy Story on Andy's mom's car. That's the license plate. But it's a lot. It's in about, I think it's in every movie. What is it? I mean, it's got to mean every, something, right? Yeah, it, it might is. be like the first. Oh, you do you know? Oh, do you, yeah, I know what it is. Oh, I don't know. Oh, uh, let me make do you a guess. Have, do you have guesses? Uh, yeah. My guess will be it is uh, uh, John Lasseter's uh, office when he taught at a school or something. You're close. Okay, Who's, I don't even you know who John guess? Lasseter is, so I guess I would. John Lasseter close runs to... the shit. He out runs of Pixar. Pixar yeah. yeah. Okay. Do you have a guess, Kev? I I didn't know who John Lasseter was. <laughs> no, I, well, no clue. Okay, it's the room number of the class um, of the California Institute of Technologies where all the animators in Disney went to school. And that's the classroom that they all met in. I'm going to count that as a win. So yeah. no, you're, you're, you're so I think you're close enough. You get a win there. That is. So they put it in like every, it's all over the place. I bet if you rewatched yeah. them, that makes sense. Oh, it is. That makes sense. Yeah. I mean, like if, uh, if our life was built up around UFAS grads, yeah. then we might have, 116 in a lot of things because that was the room we had all of our production meetings in like that totally i get that yeah i mean so that's badass that's cool it's cool now every time i watch a disney pixar movie i'm watching to see where the a113 i bet i would be willing to bet it's in like every one i bet it's somewhere in every single pixar is crazy about i have heard yes i've heard that it is in most disney movies and it's the disney specifically but it's in disney pixar also um that's yeah. cool. So that's a cool, yeah. To go on uh, the fun facts and like different like directors putting in just ran- random stuff on on that article that we'll post in the show notes. But in, in Fight Club, David Fincher, Fincher in every single scene in the movie has a coffee cup, usually from Starbucks. And if you go through, they label like five different pictures. But I'm gonna, I think I'm going to go rewatch the movie because one, Fight Club's a good movie, you know, but you don't you don't talk about it. Right, the, well, they wouldn't talk about. Yeah, yeah, but to to realize, I just was when I saw like the five pictures, like now, damn it, I have to go back and see. Is it in every scene? But I bet it's it's funny how meticulous and how like weird these owners and different create or directors and creators are of these, and I just think it's crazy the guys that well, figure this stuff out. Let me let me tell you. Uh, so so one of the things you're missing in this Fight Club reference is actually. Um, the reason behind the Starbucks thing. Okay. And, and it is, it isn't a lot. Um, but one of the things that if you really pay attention to fight club, they also, the car they choose to destroy, um, I think halfway ish through the movie is this, uh, this at the time it was the new look for the Volkswagen bug. Um, and so basically David Fincher's stances, these characters, are surrounded by these like new rebrandings of what life is supposed to be. And, uh, and so that's what the Starbucks is all about is like, there's no such thing as making your own coffee in the morning. You go to a Starbucks and get coffee and uh, you know, they destroy this fancy new car. That's one. Okay. So one of the things you need to know, Kevin, and maybe our listeners, if they're interested in this is there's this really great subreddit called movie details. um, And I'll post a link to that also. Um, They found out everything this guy posted six months before. Um, 
and they're brilliant. Another thing though, for me is that, uh, the Jurassic park one with the guitar string yeah. that, uh, that holds a really special place in my heart because I think that's one of the first times when I learned that fact that I started really getting interested in creating art similar you're ta- to you're that. You're talking about uh, the, the famous water cup scene where the, the, yes, the, please describe the it. Cup is sitting there, I guess in like a car and you see that Steven Spielberg wanted it to be like time concentric rings. So the rings went from the inside moving their way out. And so how did, right. how did he, how did he make that happen? LJ? Well, so like, let's think about what you would do if you wanted to make that happen from an artistic standpoint is like, if you flick the cup, then the, then the ripples are going to come from where you right. flick the cup. Right. So it's going to come from the outside and bounce out and then make these awful shapes. Like it's going to bounce back in weird ways. So what they decided to do was they, uh, they connected a guitar string to it and then ran that down to the bottom of the Jeep, the, the world famous Jeep of Jurassic mm-hmm. Park. And some guy who's probably the me of the 90s was sitting <laughs> down there strumming it whenever somebody wanted to uh, relay a T-Rex step. And uh, that kind of stuff is like one of the most exciting things to me is this, it's this both creative, like you're you're really trying to consider exactly how you want to tell the story, but you're also... Uh, having to come up with these methods to do it that are really complicated. Um, one of the things from your list that also I hadn't thought of, but like the inflating the bread from yeah. Star Wars. Um, first off, the fact that it took them three months to come up with that. Idiots. Um, <laughs> but second off, like that's exactly the kind of uh, problem solving that I that makes me love this this world of creating art is because what That's happens exactly is the these guys have yeah. a they have a thought and they want something and they're just they're so meticulous that they're going to figure out a way to make this happen. Exactly. Whether it's the bread inflating or the the time concentric rings, like they're well, going to make this happen. It was so much better back in the days before CG was a thing that everybody had cheap and easy access to, and it's still not cheap by any means, but it's cheaper than coming up with real creative solutions. That's why Jurassic Park and Star Wars are like some of the last real great movies that do this. Shoot! Shout out because to was, shout out to Peter Parker on the 2002 movie where he catches the tray yes. and the objects. Yeah. That wasn't even CGI. The tray had the sticky yep. substance, so the stuff wouldn't roll off and fall in when Toby McGuire had to catch it. It said it took 156 yep. takes. Have you watched a movie from 2002 with heavy CG? No, I mean not, I, I'm sure well, I if have, you- but. Find a way, find a way to find something. I don't know what we, we should like try to, I'll put a link in the notes to some movie that everybody should watch. Um, but like move like CGI in 2002, totally like blew our minds back then. But now it's the fakest thing you could ever imagine. Like it's Ghostbusters fake. It's like, it's so unreal. And so the fact that they had the dedication to do it for real, to figure it and, out, to make that happen two, and make Peter Parker, 156 tries. Yeah. That's yeah. so cool. And that's, that's what, what you're talking about with art. Like that's what art is, is that they, they took like, the director's like, no, I want this damn scene. We're going to do it until we get it. Yeah. And when they oh, could have either had something that's going to last forever and look good, which is what they've got, or they could have something that looks a little bit like Jimmy Neutron all of a sudden started an episode. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the technology back in the time was not, not what we've got now. And, and if you do, if you depend on CG nowadays in 10 years, it's going to look like garbage. I mean, that's just, that's the world we live in, you know, do what, it right. And it's amazing. You know what I think now happened is I am going to, in the next month, I will rewatch Lion King fight club and <laughs> Spider-Man from 2002. I think those are the three movies yeah. now on my, on my to-do list. Cause 
because I, I mean, I just want to get back to some older movies and I want to kind of pay attention to those things now. Like, it's just cool to me. Can we talk for a second about the best animated movies ever made? Does anybody have an opinion, a strong opinion? Best animated the movies? Best animated movie ever made? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go, actually, probably, I, I love Lion King. Okay. Probably Finding Nemo in my book. Okay. All right. Hannah? That's up there for me, too. Um. I oh Hannah's, Hannah's this really, is way tougher really than this is a big question. This is a very big <laughs> question. You're tough, asking. Yeah, There's a lot of absolutely. weight behind the answer. Uh, that's like asking that's like asking someone tell me the best album of all time. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I watch animated movies. That's yeah, that's my wheelhouse. So speaking strictly from a nostalgic point of view, um, it would be a Cinderella because that was my bad dream movie. Okay, um, good choice. But not as good as Lion King, but good choice. I think Moana is amazing. Moana is great. And I think it has it has a great soundtrack and it's female power. And but it but not strictly. It's just about love and about um, about emotional strength and choosing uh, choosing yourself over um over what people expect of you. And I think that's a Which really good awesome message. message. Yeah, it it's is. a cool message to to spread to the young people of um, that are watching animated movies right now. And I I don't know, I think that's a nice little subconscious thing I to love stick in that their way, heads. The way you're thinking about it is like you're putting the, which is if you can preach that to any young kid that's great, but they're to anybody that's great but they're they're putting this subconsciously into five-year-olds and and Mm -hmm. seven-year-olds you know like that's awesome yeah just to put that strength and that um that passion and confidence into somebody um it's just i don't know it's really cool it's a i mean yeah and lin-manuel miranda's great i mean he composed it so so that's awesome but yeah that i think that would be the best one but i I'm with you. Lion King's great, and Finding Nemo's really good. There's a there's lot so of good many ones. good ones. I, I was like, I loved a lot of them. So mm-hmm. the other day, real quick, LJ, I want to hear yours. The other day, we were sitting at work, and me and uh, me and my coworker Andy were sitting there just listening. We we first listened to Backstreet Boys, but then we just started <laughs> to listen to different Disney songs. Yeah. We listened to like Hercules. We listened to Aunt Mermaid. We listened to everything. Oh, Aladdin. Yep. There were so many good ones. Lion King. It was awesome. I, we just like relived our childhood. It was great. Oh, LJ, what's 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 your best animated movie? Well, I got four. Four. Um, <laughs> yeah, that, that's how this works. <laughs> that's not fair. You're the but one I've who got, asked the question. I've got categories. Um, <laughs> okay. So the best Disney oh, movie gosh. with Disney characters. Wait, okay, best oh, movie wow. with Oh, wow. Well, Disney you didn't characters. give us this time. I was saying, yeah, I we... know Hannah can come up with a list of categories. If you... mm-hmm. <laughs> I think we'll all agree, a goofy movie. Greatest movie with Disney characters. Like, Disney, like, canon characters. You Mickey through Minnie goofy, through Goofy through... Goofy Donald or yeah. Mickey or something. Yeah, Goofy yeah, movie's okay. the best one. Okay. Guaranteed. Okay. Uh, best... Okay. Best uh, feature film <laughs> from Disney not featuring... Uh, canon Disney characters, Hercules, best movie of shout out. Yeah. So good. The, the, the muses may be the best side characters in the history of ever. Um, thank you. Thank uh, you. Shout out the muses. They were awesome. Oh my God. Uh, best, best music or, uh, animated to live action crossover space jam. Yes. You bought me space. Jam. Remember when you had that DVD of space jam? And I was like, no one has I've DVDs. Two DVDs. We have two. Yeah. Space Jam now. Uh, this is Space Jam. 
You have a DVD. I have space zero jam. DVD players, and I have two DVDs of Space yeah, Jam. That's awesome. Two, two uh, Space Jams. <laughs> and then the best uh, animated movie, if you want to cry, I want to go with Miyazaki, but the answer truly is Song of the Sea, and if you haven't seen it, see yes. it. It is about Irish mythology, oh. and it will make you just... Never seen it. Feel. Never seen it. It will, it will make you oh, feel. I promise you. I forgot you. about all of those. And actually, I do... If no one has seen, if you haven't seen um, a Miyazaki movie, they're um, great. Yeah, they're Kevin, amazing. I don't know if you've seen any of them, have you? Uh, uh-uh, Spirited no. Away, Ponyo. Um, you should. They're really good. Kiki's Delivery Service. They have a ton of them, but those three are my my favorite. Howl's Moving Castle, and they're Howl's Moving Castle sticks out to me. They're beautiful movies, and um, they're English dubbed, um, but normally really well. So they're they're gorgeous movies. What so. I'm what I'm gathering is. If you're interested, if you're having any interest in this conversation, I'm I'm figuring out that this needs to be a a snippet. One week is going to be just Hannah's going to come on with us and we're going to talk Disney movies because I feel like I feel like Hannah's got so much ammunition right now that she could be firing off and she's holding back. If if Disney songs were it was a sport, I would be I would be the MVP. I would. We're looking at the Tom Brady (laughs) Disney songs were Disney songs here. Yes, yes. For the next for the next until I die. Like, Um, (laughs) uh, I I also had another thing I wanted to mention. The best animated ten minutes is the first ten minutes of Up. The first the the beginning of Up is really good. Really good. If you. If you make it through that smiling, then you're not a person. That's, I can't even think about it. We need to move on. Start crying. <laughs> <laughs> the, more, the, more, the more we keep Hannah going on this, she's, I mean, we're just going to kill oh. her. Oh, oh man. Hannah, oh. Hannah will cry at any animated movie. I She'll cry. cry. Watch this. Watch this. Prince of Egypt. That's Great so movie. Good, <laughs> All right. It's such a good movie. Oh. We're, we're going to go too long. So let's go ahead and... I want to move on to rat beefs, LJ and Hannah. <laughs> Absolutely. Can we go on to so just recently, one I want to know is rat beefs even a thing or were they ever a thing? And LJ, I'll let you get us caught up to speed. But oh Pusha T God. came out with a new album recently called Daytona. It was this week, and the album so far from what I've listened to, pretty solid album. I, I've enjoyed it. But in the in the album, he dissed Drake, uh, Toronto's very own, Bad on move. the song. Yeah. yeah. On the song Infrared saying, in a few of the things he was basically said, how could you ever write these wrongs when you don't even write your songs? Because previously Meek Mill dissed Drake for having yeah, I was about to say, writer. didn't Meek Mill try this and fail? And in his career almost way. ended completely. The only <laughs> thing that re- resurrected Meek Mill's career was actually somehow going to jail helped his career. Well, that's a common well, thing which we might bring yeah. up. But. <laughs> Drake answered back with a, a, a duppy freestyle is what it was called. Okay. The whole song, I mean, he does it. He does a very good job. And then at the end, Drake seems upset of himself for even indulging in the beef. And both of them, he mentions the Meek Mill one and the Pusha T one. And he says that, why do I even indulge in these? I'm reviving these rappers career. And then he even says, yeah. I'll be giving Ye an invoice for reviving these careers. And <laughs> yeah. Ye is Kanye who, who runs, I know y'all know this, but Ye is Kanye running good music, which is, which okay. is Pusha T. So Pusha T quoted it and said, send the invoice for an extra 20. And th- this this is why you any rapper should not diss Drake. Not because his lyrics are just, I, I do like him, but not because he's just lyrically better than anyone. But one, Drake can put out anything, anything, and everyone's going to love it. Until, and it's going to yeah. be the new summer jam. So that's already tough. 
too. Yeah. Because Drake is absolutely, he knows how to work social media. And when Pusha T said, go ahead and send the invoice, Drake literally, I'll put the link in. He put an Instagram picture of an invoice <laughs> to good music for $100,000. And it said, you're welcome was the subject line. And then he cited charges for professional services rendered. You just, you can, it was like a legitimate email or invoice. Yeah. You just, yeah. one, Drake has too much of a following that everything he puts out is going to get too, like, people are going to love it. Two, he's pretty good at this. Three, the the invoice just, he kills social media. You just, it, I, you're going to lose in, in a rap battle with Drake in today's game. But that gets me to my next point, I guess, LJ, was are rap beefs even beefs or is this just Pusha T and Drake going, hey, let's get some. Let's get some notoriety. Let's get people talking about us on the on the eve of this well, album. And Drake has an album coming out as well. And Kanye as well. So all of them are in the news now and they have albums. Let me out. say that if Kanye is involved, it is advertisement. Yep. I guarantee you I can name. Let, let me look at my list right quick. Uh, uh, Kanye versus Taylor Swift right before his album came out. Um, Kanye and 50 Cent. There's Kanye and 50 Cent. Con- oh, yeah. Oh, no, yeah. Kanye and 50 Cent is maybe my favorite rap beef of all time. <laughs> uh, and so their albums came out at the same time. Uh, uh, 50 Cent's Curtis, which has great songs as, well, one great song, and it was AO Technology, and it wasn't that great. Um, <laughs> versus. Well, he went from great <laughs> songs to great song to song that wasn't that great. <laughs> I just want to be clear that Curtis is not an album that we're all going to talk about in 30 years. I'm just hoping you didn't fall as you were backpedaling from that great songs on the album. <laughs> no, but I, I wanted to make it very clear that there was not okay. great songs on that album. <laughs> but the album it was competing against, the 50 Cent said, if this album outsells mine, I will stop selling solo records. The album he was competing against, Graduation. Fantastic album. The greatest Kanye album of all time. Of one of the greatest recording artists of all time. Not sure if I'm going Um, greatest, but man, that is a great album. But yeah. I bet bet it outsold Curtis, didn't it? (laughs) uh, Only by all of it. Um, (laughs) A little bit. Uh, and yeah, so, but, but that's the thing is, okay. So Kanye was quoted as soon as it came out. Yeah. Our album's dropping on the same day. This is great news for Kanye. This is great news for Curtis. This is great news for hip hop. He was not trying to sell the idea of I am better. He was trying to sell the idea of let's sell records together. Because that's what, that's what Kanye does. So now the good music is included in this. The shit out of it. Yeah. Um, and I will say another thing about hip hop is it's one of the few genres where your your locality uh, is important. And there's one place where Meek Mill did not lose that battle against Drake. And there's only one place in the entire world that he didn't lose that battle. But there is one place and it is Philadelphia. Philly, yep. Yep. He uh, he won the battle there, even though he didn't even put out a song. He won the battle there because uh, I, and his album soul sales rose there. That's the thing about hip hop is if you lose a battle, your sales don't drop. But if you uh, win a battle in your local area, they rise there. And that's the fun thing about hip hop is it's uh, if if you're a, a Chicago rapper rapping against an L.A. rapper, then both of you will see an increase in sales every single time. There well, used to be like, actual rivalries, but yeah, well, and I want to I'll get we'll get to that in just a second. But that, that like Pusha T getting in this thing with Drake. There is no doubt that Pusha T's album Daytona is going to get more sales because he's mentioned with Drake. There's there's Drake fans that didn't even know who Pusha T was. 
And now they're like, oh, now I got to go hear Infrared. Now I got to go hear Daytona. And it's a good album. It is a good album. I had to look up Pusha T because you mentioned it. And it turns out the only song I've ever heard with him on it is Mercy by Kanye. I didn't I didn't care that Pusha yeah, T was on that. He's known as the Mercy guy. That song was good without him. I guarantee you. <laughs> so <laughs> Pusha T's not bad, but he's not on the caliber of at least what he's known by like Drake and to yeah. get on to, to go ahead and do that with Drake. Even if you, like you said, if you lose a rap battle, you win the war, you make more money. Yeah. But that gets to, I just think now that's all rap battles are. But back in the day, when you look at like back when Tupac and Biggie were going at it and back in the nineties, there were some real rap battles. I mean, well, those were, and that was the one, some that's the one beefs. I wrote down is like the, the last real, rap battle that nobody thought they were just going to gain everything out of was, um, well, back in then you me. might, I mean, there was some real like gang violence. Going well, on. There was, you know, truthfully was more than just a rap battle. So, and, uh, fortunately, so Tupac got shot and, uh, him and Biggie were big friends for a long time. And then he got shot and he thought the only person that knew about where I was going to be was Biggie. So I think it was his fault. Um, he was also in jail for another reason. The point is he uh, he accepted a record deal from Death Row, which was very against P. Diddy and Biggie Smalls. The record deal was not we're going to pay you money. It was we're going to pay your bail. <laughs> so this just tells you the different time we live in. Nobody's going to tell Drake we're going to get you out of jail. <laughs> That's not going to happen. Go back. If you um, go back and listen to like the best disses in the past few years have been Drake's probably. And if you go back and compare those to Tupac's hit him up, towards yeah. biggie yeah totally different yeah. i mean they are they're different you asked if if uh beefs were a thing like back in the day yeah absolutely one of uh i looked up a few so prince and michael jackson used to record in some of the same studios every now and again and uh they would fight over the ping pong table and then prince would beat <laughs> michael jackson and then call him a bitch because he didn't go for the ball properly <laughs> <laughs> and then they would play each other in basketball but prince was just too competitive and really good at basketball <laughs> so prince would would take it out athletically against michael jackson and then another one that's just like super hilarious to me is uh michael jackson and paul mccartney were talking one day what mccartney was like what you really ought to do what, where there's real money is owning song rights. So then within the year, Michael Jackson went out and bought all of the song rights to all of the Beatles songs that weren't owned at the time. <laughs> <laughs> and so McCartney lost so many dollars because of something he advised Michael Jackson to do. And they were not friends for probably 10 years after that. And I just think that's amazing. There he is. But uh, yeah, beefs have been around forever. This is nothing new, but it is rare that it makes as much publicity now because it's totally a career maker in the hip hop game. That's all about machismo and all about ego. So that's that's the main point I was maybe going to go to. And I think you completely laid it out was today. The beefs are it is it's it's basically Pusha T and Drake are high five and behind the scenes going, let's do this to make totally. and 50 cent and Kanye West. They're going, Hey, let's do this and yeah. make some money. And it might've started uh, somewhat from Kanye going, Hey, by the way, I just realized, well, one, he realized two things. He was like a beef makes better for both of us. And then his second uh, ulterior motive was, and I'm also just the best rapper alive at the moment. So I'm going to win the beef. And so it's going to be better for me than it is for you, but it also will be beneficial for you, Curtis. Yeah. But Back in the day, and and that the, the beefs are not real now compared to what they were when when, when it was Ice Cube on, going against Easy E. Oh, absolutely. Was There's a great documentary and, on YouTube, by the way, called I think it's called Beef. I'll link it. Um, 
but but to go specifically back to the thing you were just talking about with Kanye and and Fifty is uh, one of the, before this beef started, they would listen to each other's albums and talk about like which song should be the single and stuff. So they obviously listened to Stronger and Good Life versus AO Technology and whatever garbage was next yeah. to it. And so Kanye knew <laughs> what was going to happen when they released these two against each other. Like there was no question he dropped stronger before the album dropped. And there, there was, it was done. It was straight up done. Um, well, and, 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 and now smart. Drake and Kanye, Drake and Kanye work on music together. Like Drake yeah. worked on father, Shut my hand in 30 hours. And Kanye worked on pop style and glow and Drake's newest album. And they worked together. And so I, what happened was Kanye got with Drake and was like, Hey, you can help out my boy, push T sell albums. And yeah. he just told push T, Hey, you're going to do this with Drake. You're, you might win, even though we knew he wasn't, but he probably told Push T, probably like hyped him up, said, you're going to win this and it's yeah. going to make your sales better. And really, Kanye is just cashing in. He's just yeah, cashing those absolutely. checks. So this week, since we are missing our elder and, and Pops, isn't, <laughs> Pops isn't in our presence, <laughs> Hannah, do you have any kind of hypothetical or something similar to a caution that you can give us? Yes, I do. So let us assume there are two boxes on a table. In one box, there is a relatively normal turtle. In the other, Adolf Hitler's skull. So you have to select one of these items for your home. If you select the turtle, you can't give it away, and you have to keep it alive for two years. So if either of these parameters are not met, you will be fined $999 by the state. If you select Hitler's skull, you are required to display it in a semi-prominent location in your living room for the same amount of time, but you will be paid a stipend of $120 per month for doing so. But you can only display the skull in an apolitical way. So which one would you select? Okay, a couple of things here. (laughs) One... I've actually owned a turtle, so I have a lot of input here. I, I, I was going to have a question. Can you keep a turtle alive and keep it for two years? Is that? Well, because keeping a turtle is hard. Keeping it alive is hard. Well, let's. Well, is it? I, I don't know. We can get into hard. this. But uh, I have I to. You also have to indulge my, my ignorance. A political means. So it Kevin. means like you can't take a political stance. You can't like yeah. so like if you put if you put Adolf Hitler's skull in your living room, you can't say like he was a terrible person. You just yeah, have you to can't put have it like up there. Hitler's okay, skull with a rainbow around it that says Nazis suck. You can't, can't do that. You have to just <laughs> you have to just put it up there like almost with um with non bias. Can it can it literally just be a skull? It doesn't have to like have a mantle that says. I think Hitler it can. Skull. Yeah. Yeah. I think it, it based it on. It can. But what, what do you do if someone asks why is there a skull in your living room? That do you tell them it's Adolf one, Hitler's? One that question will be asked. There's no way someone doesn't ask you why there's a skull <laughs> yeah, exactly. on your mantle. Well, so so do you say it's Adolf Hitler's though? Now that's all. But I'm, because I think. I think that's part of the question, too, is I think you do have to claim it as Adolf Hitler's skull. That's what I would think. I feel like you probably do. That's why you're getting paid the stipend is because you're going, yeah, okay, that skull is Adolf's skull. Maybe it has a nameplate on it. Kind of how I I don't know. I would say that you could probably make up a lie if you want to, but you also have Adolf Hitler's skull in your living room. Like That's that's also like a personal thing that you have to deal with. Okay, well, then let's go to let's let's transition to our turtle. And okay. yeah, <laughs> so it's so the Let's, rules are we have to keep a, a just a normal sized turtle, right? You said not like some big yeah, a rel- pet turtle, just no, a relatively, relatively normal. normal. Yeah. Well, I had a relatively normal turtle, 
and kept it in its aquarium. The aquarium wasn't that big. Just if you want to know, just fun facts, turtles grow according to their mm-hmm. aquarium. So if you don't have a big aquarium, it won't get, it'll grow, grow, but it'll yeah. quit at some point unless you get a bigger aquarium. But okay, to keep a turtle, one, you need, it's a little bit of a pain because I had, like you leave, you don't want too much water because turtles like to get out of the water and bask in some kind of light as Kelly would know with her snakes. Kelly, our sister for yeah. anyone who doesn't know, she has snakes and they like to bask in like a heat lamp. Turtles are the same. They want to kind of get out and just sit under some heat. And so you don't want too much water, but that means when you put a filter in there, it's hard for that filter to clean the water because there's not much. It's just, it's an awkward, it's an awkward ratio between water and filter, not like a fish tank. And so with my tank, I had to like completely clean out the tank because it would get, turtles are nasty. They're a reptile and it's gross, swampy. (laughs) Right. And yeah, I had to like every couple of, Every couple of weeks or so, take the turtle out and put it in some kind of Tupperware dish. It was a turtle named Snip. And I had to take it out, put it in the Tupperware <laughs> dish, pour out my tank, and redo it with some rock, like some some kind of little blue rocks and redo the water. And then you have to like yeah. give it time, like clean out the tank because the tank gets nasty on the sides. And then put sure. some kind of, because uh, I use sink water, so you had to put some kind of, I forget what it is, but th- that water, the minerals and different things in it is will kill yeah. the turtle. So you have to let it. Let it clean the water before you can put the turtle back into it. So it is a little bit of a pain. And if you don't yeah. clean the tank every week or two weeks, it'll start smelling nasty. It'll really get your room smelling bad. So I'm sure. there's a little bit of a pain with the turtle. And so if you got to keep it for two years and you get that $1,000 fine or 999 I believe you said, right? Yeah. That, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It was a nice deal. Yeah. And the Just problem, under a thousand. I will, and uh, real quick, I know I'm kind of dominating the conversation, but I'm the resident turtle owner here. And, yeah, uh, <laughs> I want your opinion, honestly. <laughs> a turtle as a pet, at first I thought, this is so cool, I have a pet, and it's it's less, I wanted a dog, but a dog's a lot more work and a lot of responsibility. A turtle's pretty easy. To an extent, yes. You think? Yeah, there's still some work, but like feeding-wise, it is pretty easy. You just feed it every day, or if you miss a day, it's okay. You just drop more food in there. Yeah. But- a turtle doesn't do anything. Like I would get my turtle out. You can't pet a turtle. You can, but it yeah. doesn't really enjoy it. It doesn't care. And it's not yeah. soft and <laughs> you can like, Yeah, no. You can let it, yeah, you can let it run around, like like put it in your like like as you're watching TV and stuff. And it's kind of funny because the turtle is a little quicker than you think, and it's kind of a little bit funny, but yeah. it gets old real fast. There's nothing to do with a turtle. So as the enjoyment as that being your pet, it's a little lowered. And then you have the maintenance to keep up with it. So keep that yeah, in mind when you're making sure. this decision. Yeah. Well, and that's the other thing is they're not paying you anything to have the turtles. Right. So the food they're costs, paying you that's for coming the from you. They're paying you for yeah. the skull. Mm-hmm. And, and you have to go now buy an aquarium and there's yeah. there, the food's yeah. cheap, but you have to go buy some food. Still food. There's yeah. a heating lamp. That's not cheap. If you yeah. clean out, there's a, there's a filter. And then. If you clean out like I did, I dumped it out. You have to re re rock it each time because yeah. those rocks get dirty too, and they start smelling yeah. bad. So there there are some costs to turtle. It's not like crazy. I was affording this as a broke. Co- I'm still broke, but I was a broke college kid, so that's a different level of broke. <laughs> it's a different and, level yeah. of broke. Yeah, and you went from ramen to, to cheese it. sandwiches, and <laughs> you're still like <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> now. Now I'm on pimento cheese sandwiches, but before it was ramen. <laughs> <laughs> so. LJ, with that information presented to you, where do you think where do you think you're at least leaning toward? All right, so 
The I think the answer would have been a lot easier uh, three years ago before like neo Nazis were a thing that you actually had to like think about. Well, I didn't even know that was world. a like a those two words were used together until here recently. Yeah. Yeah, so I think like before Hitler became a celebrity again, uh, it would have been very simple to say, oh, yeah, I would actually pay to have a historical skull like that. Like, that's totally a cool thing to have. Now, I would show that to people and they'd be like, what, what is wrong with you? So I still think I'd take the money. I still think I'd take the skull. I still it's also, think I'd be it's kind a of conversation starter with anybody you yeah. bring into your yeah. house. Like, yeah. They're like, why do the you have display a skull? has to you be a Here's the thing. The I'm display has to be paid. apolitical. I can be a, I can be as political as I want. I can say yeah. like, look, this is the skull of the worst scumbag to have maybe ever existed in life ever. Um, how cool here's is that? Here's why that I, I have. This? Here's why I have Roger Goodell. I mean, uh, uh, <laughs> skull on my handle. We'll get into that in a second. But <laughs> um, yeah, no, I think I'm taking the skull. I think uh, I. I don't think I'd be able to keep the turtle alive and on my, you know, in my uh, having Hannah would help. Uh, the turtle's not that hard to keep alive. It's just a bit of a pain. You're like, I just would I really forget about it. This tank. And if you don't, clean I the wouldn't tank, care. Well, you'll remember. You'll remember if you don't clean the tank because it starts. I've got thinking. another bedroom. He has a spare. Yeah, we have the hedgehog in its own room. And I never notice it. Yeah. <laughs> Hannah takes it out before we record. It's fine. But I the hedgehog still alive. I feed and water her. Not so, by my doing. Yeah, I, I feed in water. <laughs> <laughs> we would have to pay the nine hundred ninety nine dollars. Yeah, if LJ chose the and channel. I cannot afford that. Um, <laughs> so I'm taking the skull, no doubt. Okay, Hannah. I'm taking the skull because I think it is. Um, I would just take the money. Now that I don't like turtles, I would just rather, if I kill it, not have to pay nine hundred ninety nine dollars. But, but also, I mean, if someone's going to pay me to keep. Just about anything that's not living in or not going to explode in my house, I probably would do it. Yeah, <laughs> depending that's fair. on what it is. I mean, probably even because yeah. Adolf Hitler's skull doesn't really make me say I'm never letting that in my house. But I am not. It might be different if I were Jewish. I mean, you know. But even then, I might yeah. even think I mm. I speak from a context listeners of a non-Jewish person, so mm-hmm. like. <laughs> Sorry, um, but I would think maybe even then you would you would then have like a power over this this monster that that hurts your people. You know, I don't know. Could be, but um, I would still do it and just I don't know. I would explain that. I don't know if I'd even explain I'm getting paid for it. I would just say, yeah, I have. <laughs> well, yeah, it would be a conversation starter. I Kevin. think I'm actually. I'm actually, I think I'm leaning towards the skull. I think y'all talked me into getting Adolf's skull in here. You were starting with the turt. You want the well, little turt. At I first, was thinking but... about the little turt, turt having a having a little having a little <laughs> turtle in here because I've had it before. But they are, I. It just is. If you it, there's there was times I know where I when I had it I uh, I would put off. I was like I'm not clean today or today or today because it does it takes time. <laughs> right. And then yeah. I had right. one night where. I was going to clean the tank and it, it wasn't like a huge tank, but it was somewhat big, a little bit of an awkward carry. And I was going to take it outside yeah. so I could dump it. And I dropped it and broke the whole damn aquarium. And then I was like, uh, so not only do I not want to do this tonight, but now I have to go get a new aquarium because now snips yeah. just mm-hmm. sitting here in a little Tupperware dish. I got to go figure something <laughs> out. Yeah. So it turned yeah. like a little, it turned what was already going to be a pain that night into a pain in the ass. And 
And like I said, there's not, it's there, not like there's no enjoyment from a turtle. Like dogs, even cats. I'm not I'm not the biggest cat person, but you can get enjoyment from cats. Yeah. You can get enjoyment from a hedgehog. They mess around and, and they get into your sleeve and stuff. I thought that was so <laughs> cool. But a turtle, it's nothing. There's nothing. Well, and I'll also say that a turtle doesn't need you. Like, it's not like we're breeding turtles because people just need turtles, you know. Like, dogs, on the other yeah. hand, there are too many dogs, and they need to be taken in. Like, adopt a dog, it's a good thing to do. Adopt a cat, it's a good thing to do. Um, but a turtle's going to be fine out in the marsh that you found it in. It's yeah, fine. I actually, probably prefer it. <laughs> actually, yeah, I live with a burden in my life. This is why I'm going with the skull, because I still live <laughs> with the burden to this day. I let, I let little snip out back into the wild because that's like, I'm just not going to keep up with this turtle. I'm letting him out. And so I let him back out in the wild. And now every time I tell someone that they tell me that when you take a wild animal and bring it into the home, now it forgets how to get its own food and do this. So I put it back out. I don't know if it's actually survived. And so I do wake up sometimes in the middle of the night and wonder if <laughs> poor little <laughs> snips little out there, <laughs> out there in this cold well, world. I think, a turtle's a little different though. It's probably not like spending too much time worried about like like a dog on the other hand is like getting very dependent and like learning your right. specificities. Mm-hmm. A turtle it, it didn't care that you existed. It mm-hmm. it just lived in a cage and now it's not in a cage. It's probably happier. I don't and know. And probably Maybe bigger wrong, now that but... it's not trapped in its damn aquarium, so I right. like to think Snip's living happier. I think Snip's happier. Yeah. But killing it right now. <laughs> He's macking on all the lady turtles out there. He's oh, killing it. Man, you don't even know. <laughs> so I'm go- I think we're unanimous then. We are gonna we're just gonna stick Hitler's skull a to apolitically on our mantle and mm-hmm. and also get that, that stipend. How long do we have to wait for that stipend to come through? I'm gonna go ahead and think about my next purchase. Two years. Yeah. Well, no, you get it monthly, yeah, but you, you have monthly. to have it for two years at what, 120 a month? One, yeah. Oh, yeah, no. 120 a month. a month? Yeah. I'm doing yeah. the skull, yeah. no doubt. No right. doubt. Yeah. Yeah, right. no kidding. I'd probably pay $60 a month to have that's it. That's like but, giving, that's basically um, saying I wouldn't your do internet's that. for free for two years. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm doing it. Good yeah. point. Yeah. Very I'm doing, good point. I'm doing the skull. Yeah. So is Great this the question. first unanimous Claustion? Is this the first unanimous Claustion? Uh, I think it might be. It might, I w- it might be. I think it might be because I feel like there's always me. I feel like me and LJ usually disagree on the caution. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe. So when you talk to Dad later this week, maybe maybe give him a little little C and see if we're all unanimous all the way. Yeah. Around. Well, but that's for the listeners out there. We'll have a we'll have another on thir- on Thursday. We'll have a little finals preview recap the Western Eastern Conference Finals, and I'll get Dad's idea. What I'll, I'll see. If if he would put Hitler's skull on the mantle, or if, if he'd live with a little turtle, we'll see. So he might break the trend. I, he, he, might. Might. he might. We'll see if it stays unanimous. Twitter uh, got on got a bit of a tizzy recently that chicken fingers are kids' food, or are they not? And and I stand with many on on Twitter that chicken fingers is not a kids' food. I still to this day absolutely love chicken fingers. Well just because you love it doesn't mean it's, it's not a kids' food. food. What, do you, what do you guys say? I just want to say you don't have to Do you think it's a kids' food? And Hannah, do you think it's a kids' food? Because I don't value well, I have a question. Opinion, Can I have he, a... doesn't, he doesn't leave voicemails. So I don't care about <laughs> I, have, I have one question that'll help me define my answer. Is chicken fingers and chicken tenders the same thing? Uh well I think so, but chicken nuggets are not the no, same. No, they're the same different thing. fingers. Well, okay, chicken nuggets are a kid's food. But uh, Hannah, Still would you would you though. say that they're the same or different? Chicken fingers and chicken tenders. Yeah, I think they're the same thing. Okay, all right. So go um, ahead with your answer. I've chicken got an answer. fries Very are not clear the same answer. thing. Agreed. But I'm just saying, yeah, but chicken tenders and chicken fingers. Same thing. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> but you go ahead. I have, 
I have a thought out answer. So well, I would say if they're not, if, if, if chicken tenders and chicken fingers are the same thing, then chicken tenders are the adult version of fried chicken without a bone. Um, I would say that chicken nuggets are kids food. Chicken fries are kids food. Chicken tenders and or fingers, if that's what you want to call them, are adult food. That's my opinion. Okay. Okay. Hannah? I think I think we can call them whatever whatever we want. We have kids movies and um and adult movies or grown up movies. And I'm not gonna not watch Land Before Not Time. Yeah, watch I mean, we're Land sitting here talking time. about how we're going to rewatch Oh, Lion exactly. King I mean, and, yeah, you, yeah, everyone knows now that I'm not against kids' movies. So how do we define a, uh, a kid's food versus uh, not a kid's food? And I think we can do the same thing um, the same way we define kids' movies. And I have... So kids' movies are typically less complex storylines, colorful and fun, and not very deep or dangerous, and they're shorter than adult movies, right? We can all agree on that? Okay, yeah. So yeah. so the kids' food, um, they're easier to, to digest normally. They're, um, they're quicker to energy, so they're higher in carb normally. They're more fun, yummy, technically, like people are more interested in eating, So and they're I more colorful. I love the way you're breaking this down. I love and, you so much right now. Too. Wow, this is great. <laughs> And then um, there. I uh, thought I saw where she was going with this, and man, she's blowing my. Oh, this is so much better. Yeah, anything I could have thought of, this is better. Um, and they're normally in like smaller bites, smaller pieces. So, so I break down what makes a children's food or kids' food versus um not a kids' food in the same way I break down my movies, which doesn't keep me from eating or watching either. Either, yeah. But um, (laughs) but but yes. So I think I think chicken tenders. Um, it presented in the usual way with just a pile of tenders and dipping sauces or whatever and french fries I think yeah that's totally kids food but I think you could also dress it up to be less kid friendly and I think you can um, you can also make it more kid friendly you could use like green ketchup or purple ketchup and like cut like them into done, little octopus yeah. or yeah or something like that but I mean and I think you know like hot dogs aren't generally a kids food but you can cut up hot dogs in a little octopus shape and I think that makes them a kids food then like super cute. Wow. And fun. I don't so, think yeah. this I'm is almost, next level. I'm almost, yeah. I'm almost dizzy by how quick I, I spun 180 yeah. degrees. Chicken fingers are kids food. They just are. I, Hannah's right. There's kids movies and, and, and kids food and I'll eat and watch both. But yeah, she's right. Wow. Cause you don't make, you don't make purple, purple a one sauce for a steak, but you no. do make purple yeah. ketchup for a chicken finger. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You do. Yeah. I thought I was going to have like this like mind-blowing concept of uh mac and cheese as kids food, but that is not even close to as impressive as that just specific <laughs> rundown of exactly what a chicken finger is and exactly where it falls in the spectrum. Damn. I mean, as I she as she started enough. as she started, I was like, here, all right, I got a hole. Here's what here's where I'm going to attack her her argument. Yeah. And then she's exactly. just like but there's nowhere. <laughs> yeah, there's no holes in it. This is just right. better uh, screw better call Saul better call Hannah I mean good lord yeah. we just learned facts right now and there's no argument this is bad podcasting because there's no but, way you can beat that no you should you should actually post but that I and say hey poke a, poke a hole in Hannah's the, theory the today. moral of the story I guess is that you can label a, a chicken fingers a kid's food you can label Lion King a kid's movie but 
damn it, I'm but 25 years old, yeah. and I'll eat both of them, and wa- or I'll eat yeah. one and watch the other at the same damn time. <laughs> well, you yeah. can't tell me to stop eating TV dinners because I'm old enough, whatever. Yeah. Oh, my God, yeah. the little penguin-shaped um, chicken tenders and the little brownie Yeah, dino nuggets are cheap. It. Oh, I eat dino nuggets all the time. But I'm, yeah, the little TV dinners. No, but I mean, I'm, yeah. I think, and also I think kids' food can also be really fun and yeah, I don't know. It's, I like, think it's like it is I, I love the little the little smiley fries. I remember when they used to serve those back yes. in high school. I, I would eat those yeah, right now if like someone that. would serve oh. those. Uh, you don't like them? I love those. I, I don't like them. them. I don't know. I, I'd rather have fries mm. or hash browns. Oh no, Straight I love up. them, and I learned how to make them, Kevin. Oh, oh, I'll make them. oh you gotta <laughs> let me know. I love those little smiley fries. <laughs> I do too, and they're so easy to make. We'll make them when you're here. <laughs> they actually have so in our freezer aisle at our at our local grocery store, they have cheese filled smiley fries. They're amazing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they're and I know how to make those too, but they're just they're so good. <laughs> All right, we need to wrap up because I'm hungry. <laughs> we are talking about food. I'm about to go get me a Vietnamese sandwich. Oh, dude, um, do it. I might run out of time tonight, but let's go ahead and are, are y'all want to go ahead and wrap up how we normally do into what we're listening to? I would to? love to. I'll go ahead. I'll go ahead and kick off. All right. What are you listening to? Kevin? LJ, I've been, I've been, uh, I've been listening to shout out to the best game ever made NCAA 06, the yes. soundtrack. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so good. LJ. Yes. It gets better every time I listen yes. to it. It's got just for those who maybe didn't indulge in in as much NCAA as me and LJ did back in the day. And I'm sorry to it's you. It's got, uh, yeah, I apologize for what, however you spent your time because I spent all of it playing NCAA. But Atomic Garden, uh, Train in Vain with Clash, Me Myself and I with Daylight Soul, toast. More Than Toast, uh, Kill Your Television, Jeff, oh, yeah, Jeff, wears uh, Jeff wears Birkenstocks, Jeff wears Birkenstocks, yes. <laughs> Debaser, Debaser. The Pixies might be the best band on that And it's like the last one I thought of That is such a good album (laughs) It just was wild And I I didn't know any of that And didn't even think When I first heard the When I first started playing the game So it was 2006 It was 12 years ago I was 12 years old I guess Probably I I think (laughs) I didn't know know those songs or know that I liked any of that type of music yeah. and I just loved the game. Yeah. And I would, those, that's one of those games where you turn up the TV and just listen, like while I was playing my dynasty, and yes. jam out because you spend playing. more time simulating no other and game then reading the news reports. And all you have to do is listen yes. to the no effects back to back to back. That was back when they first came out with the campus legends and they used to make you during like, so you're, you start out for yes. those who didn't play, you start as a freshman at a school and you play, you have they even made you back then you had to take tests yes, and you I had remember. to study for the test you had to take math so you spent tests. a lot of time listening to the sound the soundtrack and the soundtrack was absolutely fabulous Phenomenal. it was great <laughs> Phenomenal. that that might be if we can put a picture of of what our uh, podcast is is going to be Desmond Howard striking the Heisman yeah. on those <laughs> yes <laughs> sir <NCAA. laughs> but I knew you'd get a kick out of that LJ that's what I've been listening to all week and I just I can't get enough of oh, it so, so Hannah. Good. <laughs> Hannah, what have you been what have you been listening to? Um, well, I I listen to so my favorite song right now is um to sing to is Satisfied from the Hamilton soundtrack. Ugh. I jam that all the time and 
She is so good at it. I always sing. I can't not sing to that song. I have to stop the conversation when LJ and I are in the car and just belt it. <laughs> it's like, um, hey, stop, stop. It turn is, up the music. Oh, no, it's not. I don't even say it. I just turn it up and start rapping to it. So <laughs> that's <laughs> yep. just what happens. <laughs> Mid-sentence, um, I'm cut off. And then, but, um, but two other two, I have two other songs that are just my jam right now. Um, Havana by uh, Camila Cabello. Uh, yes, she, good choice. And it is, oh, it's so much fun. Um, you can't help but dance to that song. And then uh, Perfect by Ed Sheeran is really good, too. Man, yeah. I'm so. with good all, choices. Good there's choices. something about a song like that, like Havana, where, like how you described it as a song you can't help but dance to. There's something about when a song comes on and you can't help but your shoulders start yeah. popping up and yeah. down a little bit. I mean, it's just. That's like, that's, well, that's. I, I, we. I was telling Hannah, we were talking about music, uh, what we're listening to, and we were talking about the middle. And that's one of those songs. Um, and I know you had what you coined a phrase, I think, with uh, Chance the Rapper and uh, that uh, the Arthur cover. Where it was like that Chance head bobbing moment. Yeah. You remember you were talking about oh, like, the where? video you wanted to make and it was like, so then the Chance head bob moment, which I trademark is coming up or yeah, whatever. It's just, yeah. it's, just the, yeah. it's just the head bob moment where like the shoulders and the head, you just can't help it. Can't but help it. No matter who you are, you just kind of start, you just kind of start. It, the music you yeah. just it like gets into you it's it's awesome it's yeah. so great and you got to think that's as an art I, i'm not as musically inclined i'm not even close as you two but that that's what you go for is to what yeah. is to watch someone like really like it unconsciously just start vibing to the song yeah. that's playing the, yeah the, the notes they're hearing yeah yeah it's cool, man. The, the chance head bob. That's that's the thing. The so chance LJ, head bob. Yep. Uh, Camila Cabela has the chance head bob in Havana for oh. sure. She does. She does. For sure. She's got the dance. She's got the, the 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 Havana itself. I don't know all of it, but I know Havana, and that has got just not even head bob, full out dance, like Hannah yeah. said. Like, yeah. oh yeah, wanna, yeah. I can't even dance very well, but I want to. <laughs> yes, yeah, sitting, yeah. sitting doesn't Havana. work out during that song. If I played it right now, none of us would sit down. Like, no. it's just not possible. Well, and I like want to do a full dance routine with a partner. Like, I just want to. Yeah, you would choreograph something. I want to just sure. do it. Like, <laughs> like I want to turn into Michael Jackson. I'm, I'm ready to start. Let's go. All right. Uh, yeah. El, what, El, what are you even listening to? Do you have anything we're, we're, we're jiving to? Or? Well, so it's not going to be a head bobber. It's actually, so when when Jake Perlman says, hey, listen to this, I think you ought to listen. Um, so, yeah, if nothing else, because it's interesting. Yeah, I mean, so but, he sent yeah. me uh, Blake Mills. I don't, Kevin, have you ever heard of him? I don't know. No, I've never heard of him. Okay, so you're in for a treat. Uh, listen to some Blake Mills. Um this guy, hold on. I'm getting my big chief Indian pad. Get your big right chief now. Indian Shout pad. And dad, I know you're listening right now. Get yours out too. Um, but, uh, Blake Mills is, boy, I don't know how to describe him because every song ha- hits a different part of, you know, my emotional spectrum. But like, I think the best I could do is, uh, if modest mouse had the producer from, uh, Sergeant Pepper's lonely heart club band, and had that indescribable quality that Willie Nelson has to make you shed one manly tear without knowing why it happened, then that's Whoa. this guy. That's a true statement. Yeah, yeah. it kills me. It wow, is so that good. description has me. I don't even know if I'm gonna have to watch Game Seven. Yeah. I might just, I might just turn on the album. I mean, it's he's got two albums, and they're is, both is worth just listening in general, to. Or is there an album I need to listen to? He's got two albums, general? and they're both good. The song that really slayed me, but I'm also uh, a part-time producer, um, and the production of it really stood out to me was uh, "Under the Underground." It's just got these like moments where he like actually kind of breaks the production and like makes it sound bad, 
and then comes up to these just huge adrenaline rushes that like are hard to hard to create. Um, but you could listen to if you just go to a Spotifyer's title or whatever and just find his top tracks, you're going to be happy. Like this is I, I'm telling you, Hannah and I've been listening for like three days now. Hannah's been listening to Havana, but also we've been listening to this and you and dad are going to be very happily surprised by something you haven't heard before. I've just this is such well, an us band. One of my one of my favorite things about the what we're listening to, I don't know if the if the listeners do this at all, and they might they might actually turn off the podcast at this point. Which if you do, that's fine. I, I probably would on most podcasts, but yeah, just download as long and rate, as you, that's it. If, yeah, if you're still listening at this point, I you don't have to listen. Just download, subscribe, unsubscribe, then resubscribe, and then <laughs> and then if you could rate us five stars. I don't. You don't have to listen. I understand if you don't want to hear our bullshit, yeah. but. <laughs> I love that when I have when I have work afterward, a lot of times when we record and I, when I work, I have a lot of time to listen to music and I just get piled on with new crap to listen to yeah. and Blake Mills. And then, well, I'll start out my day listening to Havana. And then I'll throw on some Blake Mills. I, I'm, I'm pumped. I'm ready to go. Blake to Mills might throw out some feels that work, you might not be ready for at work. So he probably, you'll probably <laughs> be okay, but like, That's just for be the aware. car ride home. Yeah, maybe so. Maybe so. Yeah. But that's going to wrap up this week. That First off, I want to go ahead and say thanks, Hannah, for yes. jumping on. Yes. Oh, thank I, you. I had so much fun. I hope the listeners enjoyed this. I had so much fun this week. This was a fun, yes. fun episode. Yes. It's fun. I'm excited and to uh, not be just the voice in the front. Yeah. Who are we going to get to do the beginning? Are we going to have dad record the beginning? <laughs> oh, that that'd be would be awesome. That would actually be comical to have dad do the beginning. <laughs> Oh please! But thank you so Which, much, Hannah. This we is, do, we do. Last second, we do sub. miss you, pops. Yeah, for yeah, sure. We do miss you, pops. We're not trying to say we're, we're happy you're gone, but Absolutely. the last second sub turned into a damn good. But one. we've got a solid fourth Dang. man off the bench right here, so thank you. <laughs> and let's get into if if you can, please. We're gonna put the poll question up: Is chicken fingers a a kids' food? And on our website. And Although I don't think there's a question a whole, now, but yeah, I don't. Yeah, I'll be interested to see if anyone has a, has a response. I'm actually going to add just, a second question. I'm going to yes, say, it is. is it is it kids food? And then also, do you care? Because there needs to be a question that we <laughs> might go back and forth on because that one's solid. <laughs> because, and if you have a hole to poke in Hannah's argument, please find oh, it and, and alert us because I don't think there is one. Yeah, let me uh, know. You can find and we're going to have all our show notes on jpppod.com or justpressplaypod.com and you can hit us up on twitter please or our twitter is at jpppodcast and our facebook's justpressplaypod and let us know if please with all by all means poke the hole in hannah's argument because me and lj couldn't and we made for bad podcasting where we just had to agree for five minutes yeah prove that you're (laughs) a better uh, podcast host than either of us which may not be that hard. So. <laughs> and and stay tuned on the, as you're hearing this, you're probably thinking, man, I don't have any basketball to watch tonight. Those game sevens were great. Thursday night, Thursday morning, what me and Pops will have a have a little breakdown of what we got from the games and what we what we've seen coming forward into the finals. And y'all got I don't know if y'all have anything else. I'm about to go head up to a food truck because food trucks are just better than restaurants, as my we man. mentioned. Yeah, so. well, my man. Enjoy. Yeah. For this week, for me, Kev, L, Hannah, peace. Peace out. Peace out. Well, I also thought about um, 
jumping off of the favorite um, animated shows yeah. um, that you had listed in the rundown, you can also do like children's movies that were like unusually dark or accidentally dark. Yeah. True. That's yeah, so she's got some stuff we can talk about. Yeah. Maybe she'll blow her mind. We'll see. She did a lot of research on this. So. Have you ever wondered how to say good morning in Italian? Or what is goodbye in French? You can ask Alexa. Just say, what is happy birthday in German? Or how do you say hello in Japanese? Do you want to know how to say I love you in Spanish? Ask Alexa and start learning a new language today.